0: You're listening to the Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary, episode number 13. welcome to Amelia's behind the scenes podcast diary an exclusive look at the behind the scenes misadventures of a 30-something thriller writer discover how close she is to releasing her latest novel hear exciting details about upcoming writing projects and discover the lessons she has learned along her writing journey so you don't have to make the same mistakes you can find the episode show notes and lots more information at ameliahaycom forward slash podcast forward slash bts Hello writers, at the start of January I shared my revision plans for my thriller novella Missing. It's been a month since that shows, so I've decided to record this revision update where I will break down what I achieved as well as four lessons learned over the first three weeks of revising a novella. Later in this episode I have an exciting announcement for an upcoming episode of the podcast and a super fun new segment of the show, so let's get started. We dive into the revision update and lessons learned. I wanted to share with you my progress towards achieving my writing goals for 2019. I'm going to start off with the bad news. If I'm going to start a new podcast, I need to get more organized and find time to record. Now that I've said that out loud, I'm starting to wonder whether creating the Thriller Novel Nerd podcast is actually the best way to achieve my goal of building a readership for my thrillers. I'll ponder this some more and let you know my conclusions in a later episode of the podcast diary but for now I really want to think on this and make a great decision instead of just adding something to my list that might become a burden and actually distract from my writing. now for the good news. I've hit my consistency goal for this podcast even though I had a minor tech hiccup and ended up releasing two episodes in one week. This is considered a success because I pushed through and made a better choice instead of accepting that I was now behind in my schedule and simply updating my content calendar accordingly. So I've made some progress and learned from previous mistakes. That was until last week where I left the recording of my podcast episode until the last minute. My husband had a day off which meant I couldn't record a podcast podcast episode last week however I did consider changing the day of my podcast from Thursday to Monday but then I decided to release two episodes this week and just stick to Thursday changing the day that my podcast has been released would require me really to let you know about that and the only way I would do that would be to release a special announcement show and that would sit permanently in the podcast feed forever so someone would find that a year from now and be really confused by the content of that show because it would no longer be relevant and I need to keep in mind that my podcast is evergreen I'm also on track with my reading goal and read three thriller novels in January and I'm also towards the end of a novel which means I'm almost one book ahead of schedule and this will leave me room just in case I fall a bit behind and I'm no longer trying to catch up because my reading goal this year is so much bigger than last it's it's significantly it is significantly bigger and at least last year I had room to slack off a bit and I could catch up whereas this year I feel like I may not be able to catch up if I fall behind. In March last year I dropped the ball with this weekly newsletter I was doing with the Authorpreneur blog. I called it the weekly and it was essentially a weekly writing tip email I would send out to the subscribers. So last Monday as I was listening to the most recent episode of the Creative Pen podcast, which was conveniently about email marketing, I decided that I was going to start this weekly email again. Because I took action immediately, the weekly writing tip email will be sent out every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. While we're on the topic of email marketing, last Friday I wrote edited and scheduled my first ever behind the scenes author update email. I've decided that this email will be released on the last Wednesday of every month at around 8pm GMT. I guess the reason why I've just chosen the time is just to give myself a deadline so I'm doing something consistently so I don't have to think about it too much. I just craft the email and then it just gets sent out at that time and it's just something I, I usually do. I'm trying to create habits around what I do. based on the title of this show you can tell that i've spent time revising missing this month in terms of fingers on the keyboard moments i've completed 13 and a half hours of revision between january the 11th and january the 31st i think that's actually a little bit larger now i think it's coming close to 14 or 15 hours i'm starting to get bored working on my thriller novella missing there's a part of me that doesn't find the story interesting i'm starting to not like a few of the events in the story i'm not sure if this is a consequence of working on the story for such a long time or if I need to go back and actually fix these moments but I'm gonna wait for feedback While we're on the topic of getting my thrillers ready for publication I'm still undecided as to whether I want to publish Missing and Silence as a James Alond prequel series or duology and keep Immunity as a first in a new series featuring the protagonist James Alond or include the prequel novels and Immunity as one series. The reason for my dilemma is because Immunity has a different dynamic to the prequel novels and the rest of the series from Immunity onwards. Between Silence and *Immunity*, James moves to New York and starts working at an international circulated newspaper. I obviously need to figure this out before I hit publish so I'll keep you updated on my decision and further thoughts on this issue. Let me be honest I fell behind in my revision schedule and didn't start revisions until January 11 which was a Friday. In light of this I didn't count that week as the first week. Most of the revisions for the official week one happened on Thursday and Friday instead of every weekday. I managed to complete seven hours of revisions between these two days because I had fallen behind schedule. I chose to start with the plot related moments and scenes that needed rewrites over writing brand new scenes. My reasoning behind this decision was I wanted to start with the plot elements that were easy as a way of encouraging me to start and continue revising. What surprised me was I I made multiple changes at once. Changes to setting, character thoughts and plot all at once instead of focusing on one thing at a time. As I went through my revision checklist I found that I was continually adding new items as I was going through the checklist. What helped me avoid burnout was only paying attention to what needed to change in the scene I was working on but moving tasks from Evernote which is where my revision checklist was to Todoist. I used Todoist to manage my everyday tasks and to keep track of what i've done over the week and i've made breaks to read between revision sessions to avoid creative burnout over the three revision days between january 11 and january 18 i completed nine hours and 42 minutes of revision time i'm a bit of a spreadsheet nerd and i recorded the start and finish times for my revision sessions as a way of keeping the recordings accurate any research was done before the session start time My focus for week two was a little different. I ended up revising Missing on Thursday. On Thursday, I added an extra 2,000 words to my word count by writing three new scenes. These new scenes were outlined, then added to my outline because I was unhappy with the level of realism in my story. After writing each scene, I performed line edits because I wanted to achieve a more polished, revised draft. As I wrote these scenes, I did research as needed, but this was not included in the timed writing sprints, but the line editing was. Was included. So for week two, I spent three hours and 45 minutes revising, missing with breaks in between writing sessions. First writing session for week three started off at 5 p.m. with me feeling tired. I was mentally exhausted. To counteract this feeling I listened to the audiobook version of Bloodline by James Rollins. After I finished listening to a few chapters I went back to my outline and after much deliberation I cut a new scene because it wasn't integral to advancing the plot. I ended up cutting 566 words from the novella and adding an extra 344 words as I changed the setting of a scene. The rest of this week had a focus on research and going back to the outline and making necessary tweaks. I ended up getting overwhelmed with the intricate details of writing a scene. So how did I get to a place where I felt stuck? Upon reaching a new scene in my revision checklist, I realized that I hadn't filled out all of the columns in my revised outline tab in my spreadsheet. As a result, I started researching global values and value shifts because I didn't trust that I had it right in all of my other scenes. Now that I've said this out loud I realize that this is a mindset issue however I find this also happens when I turn to a particular source of information it's almost as if my brain isn't ready to handle all of the information on writing this might be coming from a place of insecurity in my writing ability because I'm also considering adding coaching or a course on outlining as an income stream in my business I arrive at this feeling of overwhelm through research so you can get too much of a good thing I want to make this behind the scenes diary beneficial for you and I don't want it to be all about me and my experiences. There's nothing wrong with that, but I wanted to make it easier for you to get value from this update. With that in mind, I have to raise an important question. So what what are the most significant takeaways from my first three weeks of revising missing? Lesson number one, I didn't revise every day. For some reason, I planned on revising five days a week and things didn't work out that way. But all of the revision hours that I completed were done over seven days. I found that even though I didn't perform as expected, I was still productive. This led me to wonder if I'm being unrealistic by expecting me to write or revise every day. I guess this this is the thing, because you're constantly told in order to be successful, you need to treat writing as as a career. You need to be professional, and being professional means you have to write every day. And I'm starting to think, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that's too Simplistic. Lesson number two. I didn't follow my plan. I initially decided to do multiple rounds of revisions focusing on one element at a time. Instead, I did scene by scene revisions. Changes to plot, setting, and character thoughts were all completed simultaneously. This lesson is one of those things that I wouldn't have discovered if I didn't try something. In the future, I will plan on making multiple passes because it leaves buffer time. So, what do I mean by buffer time? Buffer time refers to those days that weren't spent writing because Life got in the way or I had too much work. Lesson number three. I needed to allow time for research. This was the one thing that I didn't account for in my revision checklist and that was further research. A few months ago I was fixating on the lack of realism in my thrillers regarding a journalist searching for evidence. I now realize that I have to look into a bit of police procedure in the United Kingdom and it's something I have to include. There's no way I can't get around this. I now realize that I didn't allow enough time for research. will mean that I need to push back my publishing deadline there's a part of me that thinks I can just put my head down and cram everything in and try to get it all done by the due date but I also want to be mindful of burnout because I have other books I want to write this year Lesson number four. I need to trust in my own writing ability. After writing three thrillers it's safe to say that I've learned something about writing. I need to start having a little confidence in what I already know. Not having confidence in my writing ability has cost me time. As I alluded to earlier this lack of confidence could also be related to me thinking about adding one-to-one coaching services or a short course to my blog. Either way this mindset is starting to chip away at my productivity. Now that I'm aware of this I can take actionable steps to work on my mindset. So I hope week four is going to be better in terms of mindset and productivity. Are you about to start revising your novel? Or are you currently revising a story? I want to hear from you. Come on over to the show notes at ameliahay.com forward slash bts013 and share your experiences with revision in the comments section or alternatively, you can tweet me at writeradhay and that's H-A-Y. coming up next I have a special announcement for an upcoming episode and a new super fun segment of the show so make sure you stick around and if you don't have a great day and thanks for listening Thank you for sticking around to the other side of the behind the scenes podcast diary. I really appreciate you being here. In other exciting news, I've received my first ever podcast review for the longest time I was avoiding asking for reviews out of a fear of finding out that I basically suck. As a result, I'm starting to feel like a proper podcaster. I realize that's a bit crazy considering I've released 35 episodes and this one is technically number 36. So let's just say that when I received the review via email, that I was embarrassingly happy. In fact, it made my week. In a previous episode, I mentioned that I wanted to devote a show of Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary to answering a few frequently asked questions on writing and story structure. This bonus Ask Me Anything on Writing show will be released on Thursday, the 28th of February at 6am Eastern Standard Time. If you have a question that you'd love me to answer in this bonus episode, then submit your question via the form on my website at ameliahay.com forward slash question. The blog comment of the week comes from Gary, who commented on the previous show on how to write The Hero at the Mercy of the Villain scene. He said, Enjoying the podcast. I'm listening on the Stitcher platform. Great overview of story structure. I like your take on it. For me... I separate the hero of the mercy of the villain and the speech in praise of the villain from the all is lost and final confrontation scenes. The last two are very important to the climax of I think any story. The first two though tend to be more genre specific as you mentioned and don't have to come at the end. In Conan the Barbarian, they, the secret of the steels speech and the tree of the woe scene actually set up the dark night moment but in star wars those scenes don't happen until the very end the one moment where luke and vader finally interact whatever serves the story i guess thank you for listening to the show gary i love how you added to the podcast episode by sharing more examples of the plot point in action I've decided that I want to start building a community around the podcast through Twitter because at the moment it feels like I'm talking into a void. So I'm a little curious, where are you listening to the Authorpreneur podcast? Feel free to snap a quick photo and tweet me at writeradhey and I'll share it on the next week's episode. Thank you for listening and happy reading and writing everybody. Thank you for listening to Amelia's Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary. If you love this episode, then hit the subscribe button and leave a review on your favourite podcasting app. I'm your host Amelia and I'll see you next week for another diary episode.